Hey guys, Connor from the Ticket Stub, and you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Welcome to Morning's Lone Star with Dick and Skippy 907 on the dot on a beautiful, slightly overcast Thursday morning. 54 degrees outside in overcast downtown Conroe. Going to get up to about 75 today. And uh, all week, we're going to float between the 60s and the 70s for the highs and between the 40s and the 60s for the lows. Maybe some rain this weekend. Cool. Cool. Hi, Dick. Hey, what's up? Good morning. Yeah, sorry about that, folks. We literally had everything working, five minutes till, and then... uh, Yeah, for once. I was here like an hour and a half yeah, early. And I got here pretty early, too. We, we had, we've even eaten our... We ate our working tacos. Working tacos. We've had some bean punk coffee. Oh, we're good to go. No, I uh, I got in way early because yesterday, I, I got to give a shout-out to... Uh, I, they're not a sponsor, but I'm going to give them a shout-out anyways. Gullah Toyota is from where I bought my car. Okay. Uh, I've actually, I bought a few, few cars from there, but... Got a text yesterday that there's a uh, there's a recall on my uh, model of Toyota, uh, something about the transmission. And so I called back on the basis of the text, and they said, we can get you in early tomorrow morning. And I was like, okay, well, I need to get to downtown Conroe somehow. Oh, we have a, we have a shuttle. We'll, we'll take you in. So got in, dropped off the car. What's their definition of a shuttle? Oh, it was uh, one of those big uh, van, you know, okay. whatever the modern van is. A uh, guy named Larry drove me to the corner, and I was like, "You know what? Stop oh. here, Larry, because I'm, you know, I'm gonna go get me some work." That's where I work. Yeah, and at this corner. I hopped out. He took off, and I realized I left my coffee mug in his car. Ooh. So I was like, "Well, I'm, I'm going to Bean Punk Coffee anyways. I'll just get a fresh cup. Not a problem. I'll pick up my <laughs> not a my problem. mug later. Not a problem." So I'm getting my working tacos, and Larry calls me on the phone, going, uh, "Excuse me, sir, but I've got your coffee cup." in the car i'm like well i'll get it from you when the car's done he's like nope i'm already back at that corner just come meet me for that so great service and then i got another text from their service people saying hey listen we noticed you have windshield damage and i i'm short so i can't you know when something's high up on my windshield i just don't notice it and they said because i was still under extended warranty they were going to fix that for free so i mean they're just really doing it right today they're going to pick me up after the show today take me back there my car should be done shortly. And there we go. So, I'm glad someone's picking you up at the corner. I know. I'm, I'm going to stand on the corner. Not, and I don't know how long you're going to be look, doing uh, this. Look like a dangerous individual or, uh, you know, some kind of male um, lady of the night. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I could see it. Let me, uh, well, last time I tried to prostitute myself, I ended up losing money. I had to pay people to take yeah. me, so. I realized well, it's all work. about presentation. It Clearly, you couldn't in- sell it. Couldn't uh, sell we want to say we have a special guest coming in at 9.30 a.m. We're going to have Brittany Atkinson coming in and talk about Unite Conroe, which sounds like an event for all the family to, to yeah. do. Yeah. And it's somewhere here in Conroe. We're going to find out more. We, Heritage uh, Park. More information can be found uh, on our Facebook feed. I know we uh, included some links, like direct links to the events and things like that. So we want to say hi to our Facebook folks, and always feel free to chat with us. I have, I actually have it up. I don't know what you're doing. 
I doubt you have anything that has to do with any of our audiences because you never do. Look, Tim, so, get on Facebook so I can get. Well, now you're getting on Facebook. It was already there. Uh, and just, just talk. So we we have that on Facebook and YouTube Live or Irelandster.com worldwide. So uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, other news we got to do real quick. Other uh, we got to do our partners. We're partners with Bean Punk Coffee, which we mentioned before, which has has two locations now, folks. So check out one of the locations in Montgomery, Texas. And then also in downtown Conroe, Texas. Uh, other partner would be Creative Content Creations with C3Memories.com. All your creative needs right there at C3Memories.com. And then, of course, your office cleaning needs, CleanSweepOfficeCleaning.com for all of the office things you like to uh, clean up. There we and they go. don't do murders. How do you all know? All right, we asked him that. Did you see that so, uh, crime scene cleanup movie? But I don't know if it was a wink wink, though. Was it a wink? I don't Crime know. scene movie. We don't do. Wasn't it like it was it sun, sunshine cleaning? Well, there were two. Sunshine cleaning was a comedy. Okay. But there was another one that wasn't a comedy. It came out around the same time. It was kind of like Armageddon and Deep Impact. Two movies around the same uh. thought. And this cleanup company is called out. This guy's called to clean up, you know, a murder scene by the cops. And then he finds out later the cops had never been called. He'd been called by the killer to clean up the scene before the cops get there and he's so good at his job that you know now he's been set up cleaner cleaner that's what it was google's amazing with the keywords <laughs> so no i don't think it was cleaner let's see it could have been i honestly can't remember the name of it or, or i remember enjoying it when i watched it but it was so long ago that it came out right around the same time as sunshine cleaners I'm looking. I'll find it. Okay, you, you find it. You find it. So uh, shout back out to Mark Cook, who's uh, tuning in from Mississippi. Am I crooked letter, crooked letter I, crooked letter, crooked letter I, humpback, humpback guy. That's how you spell it. <laughs> and uh, I do have to um, let Brett know that I'm not 50. I'm 53, and it wasn't an unmarked white van. It was a. I'm telling you, a never know what he does van. until he gets dropped off. It was off. a gray van. <clears throat> okay, so that made it. You think that would throw you off if somebody got dropped off by a different vehicle every time you saw them? Right. Yeah. Or like the black, the, the black suburban with the tinted windows. No, that's not that mysterious. Like, but all, all the bad guys have them. No, if it's driven by a guy with sunglasses and a and an earpiece. Yeah. Then yeah. Like a ones that get dropped off by a short bus. Yeah, and then the is. next time you see me, I get dropped off by like an ice cream van. And the next time, I'm talking about like, just, you're like, what is going on? Why are these different cars? Now, did you ever see going to the Renaissance Festival uh, on the road leading there for years? There was a guy that had a faithful recreation of the Scooby-Doo van, the mystery machine. And okay. it, it was even, you know, proportionally correct, like the cartoon. You know, it had been chopped and, and shrunk down. It was there for That's years so and then not there anymore. No, it was so cool. It was just, it was Sean-sized. It was a van that I could drive in, you know, comfort. You know, one of my favorite lines about a short bus is from the the classic Dumb and Dumber er 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 whatever the second the one, second like the, one the, the prequel, whatever it is. Uh-huh. He goes, "Oh man, I love." He's like, "Some of the lines of I love riding on the short bus because all the all the cool kids get to ride at the back of the bus, so now everyone's riding on the back of the bus, so we're special." Aww. And I, I really like that. It was kind of funny. But then it was supposed to be for special needs kids. So it was an even better joke. It was a better joke. It had two layers. Who, yeah, who multi-layered knew? Multi-layered joke. Who knew Dumb and Dumber, the prequel, could have such, le- have such layers? 
Now, speaking of movies, didn't you you watch one for the ticket stuff? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. We uh, got such a special opportunity to watch Batman Returns at the movie theater yesterday morning. The Batman Returns, so, the original with Michael Keaton and Michael Michelle Keaton, Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer, Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito, Christopher Walken, and uh, yeah. And? It was, uh, I forgot how pervy and sexual the movie was. Because mm-hmm. I would say, like, majority of the villain's dialogue was really pervy for both girl, like for both Catwoman and Penguin. Yeah, well, Penguin just... And he's a horn dog. Sexual, yeah, he's sexual desperation. So, I mean, like, everything. He's like, I will show them my three-finger flapper trick. And I'm like, wait a second, what's he talking about? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was really... I just didn't... I never I always... I forgot about it. I haven't seen that movie since it came out. And, well, no, before... Well, yeah, it's 1992 is when I think I saw it. So I was real. I don't, did not remember one thing about it. Oh, I so, remembered Michelle Pfeiffer in her outfit. Yeah, that's true. But uh, but yeah, we got to watch it in the movie theater. Uh, the Grand Theater here, folks, actually upgraded their theater. They have all reclining seats, and you can reserve seating now. So we we're definitely falling asleep and, <laughs> because we had to watch it before the the theater opened. So we were up there pretty early, and uh, but it's worth it. I, I haven't seen that movie in a long time, and uh, I still I think did it, was, it hold up. Uh, I would say yeah, but there was a, a couple things because now there's so many renditions of Batman known for people. Like to me, I didn't like how they made Selena Kyle just absolutely insane. Like they made her just insane, and I didn't like that because I was like, why is Batman even like her? I didn't really get because it. Because they're both split. They both he yeah. I know they both they verbally they verbally made that clear. Like they both he goes I feel split, and but but what confused me was right when he sees her. In the in the office, like the big office of Christopher Walken, he's like, "Who's this hot? Who's this hot lady?" And I'm like, "Batman would never just immediately become a horn dog. He would never immediately just he sensed he sensed her cat pheromones." So that's what Chris was trying to argue that, and I didn't believe him. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, when she became Catwoman, now she like oozes sexuality, like how vampires can like tempt people." Right? I'm like, "No, no." So as so, what do these cats really give her when they're rubbed all over? <laughs> give her like some catnip under the yeah. skin. They're, they're, now, Human yeah, catnip. That'd be cool if Catwoman could shoot out catnip from her claws. I'm, I just didn't really get it. So I didn't like that at all. Uh, but I gotta say, I think one of the best scenes in a like kind of movie was in Batman Returns when they're dancing under the mistletoe yeah. and they start. They, they realize at the same time yeah, who was they good. are. I, I just thought that was. Really nicely acted by both of them. Yeah. I, I was always a huge fan of Michael Keaton as Batman, and I'm still. I, we've talked about this before. If they they need to do old Batman, well, I don't care if it's Batman Beyond or Dark Knight Returns, but old Batman, bring him back. I as know that Bruce he didn't Wayne. seem that big. That that's the thing. No one would believe if if Bruce Wayne, you know, Playboy millionaire was stacked to the gills like young Schwarzenegger, no one would, people, people would be looking and go, oh my God, that's Batman. That's how we can afford all these things. That was, the one thing I liked about the the new, one of the few things I liked about the new Batman trilogy, uh, you know, the, the Dark Knight stuff, was when they thought that Aaron Eckhart, Harvey Dent, was Batman. Because you yeah, can see you that. Believe it. Yeah, yeah I, I absolutely believe that. I thought that was that that was masterfully done. But for the most part, I my my heart's always been with the Michael Keaton Batman. Well, he didn't do a bad job. He definitely had the over the hill look of Batman, where he wasn't the playboy. He was just kind of wearing ascots and just kind of sitting watching that really great big screen TV they had in the nine early nineties. <laughs> yeah, the- and 
we'll the projection get, TV. I love those things. No, even even Connor was arguing like, no, he's still a playboy. I was like, no, he wasn't. Alfred was literally honking the horn outside the car while in Times Square or whatever, trying to get Bruce Wayne's attention while he's talking to Michelle Pfeiffer. Like he wasn't the exotic billionaire playboy. Like he, it, I was like that that they didn't show that at all. Well, again, if Batman is too suave. Bruce Wayne is too suave. Is you want him kind of good? I, I, I loved Michael Keaton's. Oh no, he didn't do it. The act, kinda, all the acting was good. But I'm just saying, like, no, I mean, how, how beyond the acting, how he portrayed the Bruce Wayne that he's not like, hi, I'm Bruce Wayne. It's you know, yeah. absentmindedly sticking the pen in the in the frog or, or whatever. It's uh, what the, you know the little styrofoam thingies that you stick plant stems in. They're called frogs. Oh, I had no idea. That yeah. must be something people work on corners. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, um, it's my. But no, I I would say definitely check it out. World. Definitely check it out. Okay. And uh, no, are they re-showing it? Is it like a no? This film? was a special deal. We we on the ticket sub we review a movie together. So but you just don't hop out to your house and kick back. And with no, well, someone we use sometimes we do. And then one time he's like, "Hey, do y'all want to watch this at this really great movie theater?" I was like, "I would really like to watch that at a really great movie theater," but we had to watch it like in the morning. So, but yeah, it was uh, it's definitely cool to watch it on the big screen because it definitely had that feel. Tim Burton is a really weirdo. I like it. Yeah, well, he I, he made it timeless. He brought the comic book aspect, but not silly like uh, Warren Beatty did with Dick Tracy. Now, let me ask you this because you seem to know a little bit about that movie. Do you think the penguin is a mutant? Or was there like a genetic issue with the parents that gave birth to him? Because he ate a cat as a baby. So I'm thinking like, all right, something's going on with this kid at a very young age. To be honest, where my fevered brain went, it's I questioned the parentage. Well, yeah, so the genetics. Well, yeah, to the sense that were mom and dad brother and sister, or did well, mom what's step funny, out? I, I honestly, because I haven't seen this movie in a long time, and mm-hmm. I was really interested in what the secret plot of the penguin was, because there was a secret plot, and I was like, you know, what's going to happen is they're going to show that the family helped Christopher Walken somehow with the sewage stuff, and somehow they got infected or you know whatever, and they gave birth to this mutant crazy baby because, like, he bled green. Yeah, that was odd. And then, like, he had that crazy, those crazy teeth, which I mean, you can get that over time. The hand deformity, and the deformity with hand was immediate, flipper. so that was at birth. And mm-hmm. then he had like that awkward body, like he looked like a turtle coming out, you know. Yeah, that's a good idea. They could they could have added the toxic waste subplot to it that they you know they had to pay the I price. See, yeah, for. I was trying to figure out. And then also there was a scene that really confused me. So if there's listeners out there or diehard Batman Returns fans, please help me out here. So there's a whole scene of of uh, Bruce Wayne doing research about some carnival murder or something. He's doing research on the penguin. He's mm-hmm. trying to find out the answers. So what? what is that? What was that about? Because think, did the penguin joined the circus? Yeah. And he murdered somebody? Yeah, it's like 30 years previously or something, that carnival had come through town and, and children had been kidnapped. Children had been kidnapped? Yeah. If, if memory serves that, because uh, I wasn't sure if they were talking, because they randomly, he randomly at one point, Batman said, "Oh, he's actually the leader of the Red Triangle Gang." 
that's who the penguin is. He's not just some some hermit living yeah, underneath. Yeah, because they they so he's a he's a gang lord. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Like I knew he had some weirdos with him, but I didn't know it was like a gang that actually had an operation. Gang of clowns. Well, they weren't like they were making money, and so like they were a gang. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see that until Batman was like, oh, I think I have to find proof that he is the red the red uh, triangle gang. Yeah, there were some <clears throat> gaps. Now, did you notice the? No, one- I was just trying to understand because I, I feel like that was supposed to tell me something, and I was like, and I even said it in the movie theater because no one was there. I go, hey, what was that supposed to mean? And now, this is on, I'm sure it's on YouTube, but did you notice the very end when he rips off his cowl? First off, it kind of disturbs me that it's so easily ripped off. Yeah. <clears throat> but well, Batman's you, really strong. But did you notice, and it had been pointed out to me, so when I watch it the next time, it's really glaring. So when Bruce Wayne puts on the Batman mask, he's got to put the, the mascara around his eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that black. And so, but when he takes off his mask, yeah. you see that you have a shot of him with the black on his eyes. It cuts away, then it goes back to him, and his eyes. There's no makeup on him, yeah. so when he rips off the mask, his eyes. There's none of that black. Well, there's stuff. like a, there's a there's a, there's a piece of cloth that wipes it off perfectly. There every you go. Time. But once you see it there, you can never not see it anymore. And I just really like latch latch right into that. It's yeah. pretty obvious. I mean, I believe it, but I mean, I like, and I guess that's one thing I was disappointed with this Batman was that the uh, it didn't have anything that was similar to the other ones. Well, no like, nipples. Well like, well, like Brett points out that uh, the penguin, penguin, and other renditions is a semi-legitimate businessman. Well, it's the TV show Gotham. Yeah, he's, that he's, he owns a club, and that's where all he the was underbelly a for work someone is else done. for a crime lord and worked his way up. Yeah, which makes sense. But Danny DeVito really sold it, though. He was just disgusting. Yeah, so great. Danny DeVito versus Burgess Meredith. Well, now I would do Burgess because Burgess had a better story. Mm-hmm. But you know, for performance wise, for like a two hour movie, I would say Danny DeVito. There you go. Okay, what about he bit a dude's nose? He, you know. Oh, what about your eight, cat eight raw women? salmon? What about your cat women? Now we could go all the way back to Eartha Kitt and Julie Newmar. And my favorite, my favorite uh, Selena Kyle is from the from the cartoon, the '90s cartoon. I can't. That remember. was on WB, or whatever. Okay. She was just an art thief. Yeah, and that's what uh, Anna Hathaway no. tried to convey. Were I liked her a lot. Well, she wore the outfit. No, not not Anna. I'm talking about the cartoon. The cartoon one, yeah, okay, because she was a lady, she still had the duality to her because her and Bruce Wayne started dating, mm-hmm. Selena Kyle did, and then when they both found their cat woman, Batman is oh. listener, but is right, no one could not be a horn dog around 1982. Well, I mean, Piper. I get that, but I mean, you think of Batman, you think of he has needs, well, yeah, he's a billionaire, he can go get him somewhere this else is before he finds his ward named Dick. Yeah, uh, true. Know, that's where his eggs get really cruising, weird. Cruising the town late at it's night, really black weird. leather in a convertible. Well, we got our fo- friends from uh, Unite Conroe coming in soon, so we're going to take a quick break, folks. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget, you can chat with us as we're reading. I'm actually keeping up a little bit. Yeah, me too. And Dennis is in the corner crying. I don't know what he's crying about, but we'll figure that out. Uh, we will be back after these messages. Thanks for checking out Morning's Lone Star. We'll see you in a bit. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. 
Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776. Statistics show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger. And many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices, save money at the grocery store, prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Beanpoint Coffee. Beanpoint Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit beanpunkcoffee.com to see our complete list of special events. This is Rick TRC. Every Tuesday on my show, Afternoons with Lone Star, from 3 to 7, I play back-to-back classic rock hits. That's right. I like to call it a two-for-Tuesday or a three-for-whatever it is you'd like. Call the request line, 936-647-3776, or message me on Facebook, Afternoons with Lone Star, make a music request. That's right. You can do it. Here's what else. Go over to our website, IRLoneStar.com. Get the app on your phone. It's easy. You'll like it. All right. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. Morning radio show from Montgomery County. It is Thursday, the 28th. March. So, we were talking about a cool event coming your way here in Conroe called Unite Conroe. Uh, we're posting all that information on our Facebook, so if you want to look at links and things as we're talking right there, which, by the way, we're live on YouTube Live and Facebook Live and all that cool stuff, so chat with us. Uh, so, this event is coming your way this Saturday at noon to 7 p.m. over at Heritage Park, which we all know around here in downtown Conroe. It's where they do all the cool concerts and things like yep. that. And in the studio, we have a special guest. Right. Dick, we got Brittany Atkinson here uh, from Conroe First Assembly of God Church. Morning. Hi. How's it going? Oh, wrong Get mic. right up on that microphone. Oh. There you go. There we go. Oh, the mic's off. Let me go fix that. Oh, what'd you just do? Nope, is why we can't have nice things. Okay, so I'm going to talk for a bit while Dick fixes your microphone. Okay. So uh, Brittany's in the studio, and as soon as Dick takes care of the technical issues here, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the event coming up. It's called... Uh, I think it's French, Unite Conroe. Oh, sorry, Unite Conroe. My, my bad on that one. It was oh, you. Is it me? You unplugged it. How did I unplug it? That's right. It's going to be happening this Saturday, March 30th, 12 to 7 p.m. 
at Heritage Park, and it's for all kinds of uh, family fun stuff for the kids and kids at heart. Oh, and I'm hold on. I saw lights coming on. I'm stretching this out. No, light went off. Trying. <laughs> Okay, so Dick takes care of that. I will keep on talking. Brittany, yell really loud. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. There we go. Uh, <laughs> that's how you know we're live here. Um, so this is the first annual. Okay, you're on it. You're good to go. You can talk in the microphone now. All right. There we All are. Right. <laughs> so Brittany, uh, what, what got this thing started here? Well, um, our church is very outreach-oriented, and um, one of our big things is we want to be out in the city. Um, you know, I don't want to just sit in a church waiting for people to come to us. We need to get out there and love on the people of the city. Um, that's why the church is created, so we can reach the lost and go and help people where they are in their time of need. So, um, you know, Unite Conroe, um, there's so much stuff that can divide us nowadays, and that's what rules the news. So this is just a step in the right direction to unite the city. Um, we have experienced Texas-Houston coming together during a tragedy. Um, Harvey was a good example. But um, I told one of our donors the other day, why wait until a tragedy happens to come together? Let's go ahead and get this started so we're always united and standing as one. That is so cool to hear. So um, we see that uh, the Conroe Convention Visitors Bureau is kind of hosting it, that they're helping out with the marketing on, on this. Yes, it is on Facebook. Um, so you can go RSVP or say if you're interested or going. Um, you know, just a good way to keep track of who's all coming, and we're super excited. We're, I think we're up to about 800, 800 guests right now. Whoa. Um, yeah, super now, excited about that. Well, people, if you want to know more about it, all you got to do, this is really easy to go to facebook.com slash events slash 26105028118251. Dick, you got that? Yeah. Okay, yeah, totally. awesome. Yeah, just, just drop that down, and you get to the Facebook event there. No, I, I, I shared it. Aww. On the on the page. Oh, okay. The, right. Oh yeah. If you want to go the easy route, sure. Yeah, I get it. So, what can people expect to, to have there? Is going to be like uh, music, uh, barbecue. Booth? There will. Um, so it's a free event for the whole family. That's my We're going to have color. right. <laughs> We're going to have bouncy houses for the kids, different um, games for the kids. Also, I mean, if the adults would like to participate, sure. Maybe not the bouncy houses, but the games. Why can't I go in the bouncy house? You know. Um, you know, I'm just, that's just ageist. <laughs> okay, we're going to get past my disappointment. Maybe, but we'll clear it well, out for you. Just to maybe. let you guys know, if you are a little older and you get into a bouncy house, expect to hurt something. Right. Just let you know. I'll bring the hurt is your what joint, I'll, I'll Your bring joints might not be as strong as a five-year-old, so when you're just jumping and throwing your body around. I want the bouncy house. Okay, fine. <laughs> we so. do have a dunking booth. So, <laughs> that, there's an option. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Put me in that. People lining up to try and dunk me in that thing. Right. So Dunkin' right. Booth, Bouncing House, what else you got? And we have live music um, mm -hmm. throughout the day. Um, different um, church bands. We have some local hip-hop artists that will be there as well. Cool. Um, so a bunch of genres from different people. Pick a flavor. You'll be satisfied. Um, we also have free food. Um, everyone who enters and registers will get um, hot dogs, water, popcorn, snow cone, that sort of thing. Very nice. And this is going from 12 to 7, right? It is. Awesome. And uh, for those of you who haven't been to Heritage Park, it's just a couple blocks away from the studio here. Really beautiful open area. And even a little covered area, too, just in mm -hmm. case if the weather sites get a little gnarly, you can still uh, enjoy some outdoor fun. Right. And not get drenched. 
So, well, I, I love the fact that uh, this this church is providing the the outreach to that. You think this is going to be the first of many? We're hoping. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the plan. Well, 800 people so far. I mean, exactly. That's, that, that's nothing to sneeze at. Right. We're right hoping. There. That's the plan. Cool. Uh, do you, now, what else does the church do? You say you guys are big into outreach. So. Yeah. Um, well, we're we're big into outreach. The vision is huge for outreach. Um, we're hoping to host more community events. Like I said, this is the first of many Unites that mm-hmm. we're wanting to do. Um, and just more community stuff, maybe teaming up with some schools and in the area. Um, we actually did a Thanksgiving drive last Thanksgiving. Um, you know, gave out some meals to some families, um, Christmas drives, that sort of thing. That is so cool. And if people want to find out more, so we, we gave the uh, the link to the event, but if people want to find out more about the church, do you know where they go to? Um, they can go to um, the website, and they can also, it's Conroe First Assembly, and you can also go to the Facebook. Awesome. So it's Conroe First Assemblies, first spelled out, or is it one S? Um, it's spelled out. Awesome. Conroe First Assembly. Find out all about this great church. It's putting on a really fun-sounding event, and I'll be here Saturday afternoon myself at the Owen. I'm going to have to pop across the street to Heritage Park and check it out. Dick, you want to go with me? No, I'm out of town. Where are you I'm going? out of here. Just, you know, birthdays. You're leaving me? Yeah. Man. It's my niece's first birthday because apparently I can't miss it. Sure you can. She's not going to remember. So. Well, I guarantee you she will never. going. So first my, my family is one of those families, like, if you don't show up, they remember and they text you and they go, hey, where are you? I thought you were coming. Like, even if you say, no, I'm not coming, they'll just keep reminding you. Well, Brittany, then, obviously, I love you guys a lot more than Dick does because I'll, <laughs> I'll pop by. I know yeah. where my priorities are. Yeah, exactly. I'm okay with that. Okay. <laughs> I made, right, I made my bed. There. I've made my bed. Three minutes. <laughs> so I'm okay. One thing I want to know about this event, kind of, the overall, it's a long It's a long day. Yes. So folks aren't really, you don't want to tell folks, hey, you have beer the whole time. Oh, definitely. So it's a come and go kind of feel. Mm-hmm. And right when y'all open, right when y'all close, it's, it's going to be a fun time. So if you want to have lunch by yourself with your family and then come afterwards or vice versa, right. you can do it. And uh, it sounds like everything will be provided if you want to do spend all day there. Yes. And we'll also have a service. Our church will have a service about 3 o'clock, 3 o'clock to probably about 4.30, 4.15. Um, we will have a service there in the park. That is so cool. Okay. So let's go over the times and dates for folks real quick, Brittany. Okay. And uh, I have on the Facebook event 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. Yes. And is at Heritage Park, mm-hmm. and which just to let you guys know, it's some of it, most of it's covered. Some of it is. Yes. So there's, if there's rain expected and things like that, there is there a plan B? Um, well, there's a there's another date if it rains out. We'll have another scheduled date. So. Oh, look at I, that! I, That's I a real plan B. Plan B needs to be sucking up buttercups. Exactly. It's water. Exactly. You're not the wicked witch. <laughs> you will not melt. And then people get struck by lightning. And I thought it was water. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just, no. I'm, I'm good because I'm shorter. So yeah. We're praying for good weather, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's coming up March 30th, folks, Saturday, 12 to 7. No, it's free. No, you don't have to sign up. Uh, you just show up. So mm-hmm. there you go. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, no. That's about it. <laughs> what about Batman Returns? We were talking about that earlier. I've never seen it. you never seen now, it? If you want to go Avengers, I can talk Avengers. Well, that's new. We're talking about Batman Returns yeah, from the early Universe. 90s. Yeah. 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 Oh, the eighties version. Well, the first the one. Yeah, was it nineteen eighty nine? Yeah, I guess thereabouts. Man, now the Avengers is coming out. Isn't that coming out in a couple months? Yeah, April something. So you know, it's funny. I heard this uh, an interesting theory that Spider Man Homecoming uh, is supposed to come out prior to it. Well, two Avengers. 
Well, Homecoming already came out. You mean the next one? Oh, the next one, yeah. Back to uh, home or whatever. Whatever, yeah, the, new, the, the sequel to it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're, they're saying it's a fake movie because it takes place after uh, Endgame. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, but Spider-Man's supposed to be dead. So they're thinking Marvel's throwing a curveball at you, and they're not going to release the movie. No, they. Yeah, we're gonna shoot a movie, and it's not a Roger Corman might, production. Might, might be a. It might be a fake. No, because they're they're also working on a Doctor Strange sequel. Yeah, I know, but you can't mess up the timeline for the audience. Like we don't know how they come back. Dude, they got the time stone. Come on. No, they don't. Everything disappeared. Well, they, they'll get the time stone. No, everything is. Is it all dream? Is that what's going to okay, happen? Okay, Brittany, come on. I started something. I don't know this much about on? it. <laughs> is there is there gonna be a Jacob's Ladder scenario here, Brittany? I. I, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't follow it that closely. We're, we're going to find a CGI Stan Lee waking up or something, and it's like, oh, it's I all had a dream. Worst. Like Stan I had Lee, the worst Stan Lee working dream. in the DC Comics uh, offices, waking up going, whoa, I had a dream where I formed this entire other comics universe. And- or is it going to be Doctor Strange making a deal with another like entity god? Well, making you know, a deal. You know he's in on it because he said there's no other way. He knew what he was doing when he gave over the time. Well, my, my question is, why have to be so secretive about the like the actual what's happening? Because it's in the scripts. Is it one of the is it things that you believe <laughs> where it's like, oh, it's need to know basis kind of scenario? Yeah. Your your security clearance isn't high people, enough. Exactly. People sorry, Captain America. You can't know these yeah, things. Yeah, sorry, Captain America. Your security clearance lapsed while you were in suspended animation yeah. around 1954. Man, this so. show. This show. Poor Brittany's like, what? I I just want to talk about the fun event this Saturday. From so, noon, oh, to seven, noon to 7 p.m. Noon to 7 p.m. Unite Conroe. It's Unite Conroe, not Unite Conroe. That's my bad. Uh, it should be Unite, though. It just adds a little something. Right. I'm just saying. Gives it a flair. Yeah, it gives yeah. it a flair. <laughs> Brittany, thanks so much for being in the yeah. studio with us. Relatively painless? Oh, it was good. Yeah, okay, was good. Fun. All right, guys. We're always nervous when we come be, on. We got to be taking our break. We'll be back. Thanks for tuning in to Morning's Lone Star. We'll be back. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. What can the Better Living for Texans program do for you? You can learn how to increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables, choose foods that are relatively inexpensive and good to eat, make your food dollars last longer, prepare quick, nutritious meals, help your children learn how to eat healthier snacks, and much more. Our program is committed to helping people like you improve your health through providing research-based nutrition education in a friendly, cost-free, and relaxed environment. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Beanpoint Coffee. Beanpoint Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit beanpunkcoffee.com to see our complete list of special events. Hey, Montgomery County and online listeners. 
Thank you so very much for checking out Jazzy Vibes with Soul. What? You haven't done so yet? Well, you've got to tune in. Hi, I am the host of Jazzy Vibes with Soul, Miss C.C. Holmes, and I invite you to check us out every Friday and Saturday from 7 until 9 p.m., where you will get the best in old-school R&B and, of course, a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy. So tune in. That's right, tune in. Every Friday and Saturday right here on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at IRLongStar.com. All right, welcome back to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS, folks. And we're hanging out in the studio. And uh, if you're experiencing some uh, latency problems on our live feeds on YouTube and stuff, we're uh, getting it back up, and it should be back to normal by now, So, which is nice. We want to say a special thanks to Brittany coming out and talking about Unite Conroe. Mm-hmm. Coming your way this weekend, folks. And again, uh, what's nice what she said is if it does rain, they're going to have a plan B. So uh, always keep uh, up with uh, the... The Facebook page, Unite Conroe. I'm about to burp. Uh, trying not to burp. There's work in tacos. Well, work in tacos. Now, Dick, do you know why I chose Nina's 99 Luft Balloons for? No, tell me about it. Because it's going to be the Tomball German Festival this weekend. Lots of things are happening this weekend. Uh, Schlep on out to Tomball. See you some some German stuff. They got beer and German probably polka music. Uh, also, if you if you want to stay a little bit more close to home. In the Woodlands at the Chili's that's uh, right across the street from the Woodlands Mall from like 11 to 5, it's going to be Green Zone Housing is going to have a setup there. Uh, portions of your proceeds that you, uh, anything you buy at Chili's that day will go to Green Zone Housing. They're going to have their deuce out there, that big honking vehicle, like a, a Humvee on steroids. Uh, lots of stuff for the kids. They're going to be, uh, kids going to be drawing pictures and writing letters to send to our troops overseas. Just a lot of, again, family fun. So we got up here. We have Unite Conroe. Yeah. Uh, then we've got a German Beer Festival in Tomball. And then we've got Green Zone at Chili's. And we also have, if you want to go out to the Cypress area, 249, uh, you know, I've been directing um, a youth version, well, teenage version of Much to Do About Nothing. Well, it opens tonight and runs when don't the weekend. You, when do you stop? I'll stop when I'm dead. Okay, makes sense. I'll rest when I'm dead. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I'll, go, I'll give it to you. This is, uh, well, this is actually a production that was supposed to have happened a few months ago, but it, uh, it got pushed back. Why did it get pushed back? Tell me the details. Uh, is, it, is it juicy? Sometimes it's just a scheduling conflict. Oh, oh cover up. I get it. Mm-hmm. All right, there's a real reason. So uh, that's only running this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's stageworkshouston.org. Go there and get you some cheap tickets there to come watch these Really talented teenagers put on a, a very funny production of Much Ado About Nothing. And then in May, get ready for Happy Days, the musical. It's a lot of fun. Um, no one cares about it. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are going to care about this one. Uh, so some great artsy no one cares about it. stuff happening. God, you do too much. I'm exhausted listening to what you do. <laughs> uh, all right, well. And what are you going to do, Dick? You're going to bowl tonight, aren't you? It's yeah, Thursday. bowl tonight. i got to crush it. You're going to so. crush the bowl? Yeah. Now, I bought a 190 on on Tuesday. Awesome. Is that good? Yeah, okay. I'm getting there. Awesome. I'm going to be part of that 225 club pretty soon. Now, and a perfect game is 300, and that's where yeah. you just bowl strikes nonstop, right? Mm-hmm. No, nothing else but strikes. So what if you could, like, all strikes, and then your last one is a spare? You can't get a spare on the last one. 
Oh, true. Okay, well, what if it's all strikes but one spare somewhere in there? You get like a... What's the next lowest 290, score? 290, I guess. 290, not like a 299. Yeah, because when you go in the tenth frame, you don't. It doesn't compound, so it's, there's only 30 available pins okay. in the last frame. Gotcha. So okay. there you go. See, there's yeah. there's math involved there. I just can't do it. I'm learning slowly. It's gonna be fun. But you know, let's let's go. Let's talk about what's going on in the news. A lot has happened. I know we haven't been on the air for a couple of days. Well, some things have happened. And you know, some, well, your your favorite things have been happening. Well, and things are happening, which I like because... Some weirdo things have been happening. All right. Well, how often are we saying, okay, we're in a holding pattern, we're in a holding pattern? So a lot of things to talk about, and some of the things are probably going to sound weird coming out of my mouth. Let's start off with the Jesse Smollett case. So Jesse Smollett is an actor who... Okay, so has it been proven that he made this all up? He was indicted by a grand jury, which means a grand jury was presented with evidence, and they determined there was enough evidence to take it to trial. Okay, so he was uh, he claimed he was attacked mm-hmm. late night in by downtown Trump Chicago. Supporting white supremacists. Yeah, by Trump He's, supporting yeah, white supremacists. Yeah, it wasn't just he was attacked; he was mugged. He made. He sure, had a noose around his neck, like it was an attack. Yeah, supposed bleach was. But then, out. as the ter- tables turn, they found we find video out, evidence of who allegedly did the attack and then these are two brothers and they so this is a he said they said scenario and this is where it's gonna sound weird coming out of my mouth because i'm not a fan of knee-jerk reactions and i do like for the evidence to come in so right now his guilt or innocence is aside because he was indicted on enough evidence which means it should have gone to trial and for the and then what's that is that kim fox the state prosecutor she, ordered, is she the head office. boss? Yeah. She, uh, ordered, you know, dropped the charges. He had 60 felony counts. 16? Uh, I think it was six. I think it was 16. 16, yeah. Felony counts. All dropped. Okay. It was saying, well, we're going to give him some community service and keep the $10,000 bond he posted and call it even. And even Rahm Emanuel, who... What a name. Right? Uh, but he's the... Uh, Mayor of Chicago, where this went down. He also used to be President Obama's chief of staff. He is really, really politically charged. In fact, if you ever watch The West Wing, uh, the Bradley Whitford's character, Josh Lyman, was actually based on Rami Man. Oh, wow. And even he's saying, this is a whitewash. This is just unforgivable. Now, this is not like evidence has been proven that maybe, maybe not... It, What's coming well, out? I think that's what's confusing me the most about this particular deal was everything seemed like if you're just reading it in a, in a magazine or in a book, you're like, oh, you can kind of tell something's fishy about this whole story. But it's not like he came out and said, I did it, I lied, because he hasn't said that. Right. That was part of the deal. It's like, okay, we're, and so he was not quite exonerated. They dropped the charges but didn't go out to say he was innocent, but then they sealed his record immediately. On the heels of that came a word that Michelle Obama's former chief of staff, and, you know, I have the name, and I'm just totally drawing a blank on the name, and I can't find it, apparently contacted well, state so now you're, prosecutor okay, so Can we Kim cross Fox. the line to conspiracy theories now? Is that what we're crossing? Well, is it a conspiracy theory? That- well, I have a conspiracy theory. Okay. So here's my conspiracy theory. It's not mine. I read it online, and I really enjoyed it because I love uh, conspiracy theories. Uh, the conspiracy theory is 
is this Jesse Smollett guy has some ties to a uh, person running for president. And they think there was communications on the phone that they were trying to get the phone, get the phone records and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it's not saying necessarily there was bad things on the phone. It was just that fact that there was communications on the phone. Mm -hmm. And they didn't want that to be public to be tied to his case. Right. Now, this is, uh, you know that's, what? That's the conspiracy theory. There you go. Now, the but facts I don't know who, who, are... Do you know who I'm talking about running for president? Give me... What does it rhyme with? Uh, she did an anti-lynching bill based off of this attack. Ah, um, Kamala. Yeah. So that's, Kamala that's the conspiracy theory, folks. Here's the thing. It's, but really, in reality, it sounds like somebody knew somebody that knew somebody who owed a favor, and then that's what happened. It could be, or it could be that this is at face value, because... Instead of handing over his phone records, what he did is Smollett worked up a, a an Excel spreadsheet where he typed in at this, and that's what he handed over. So one would think if if I was the victim of an attack, I would want the police to have all the evidence possible to have it. However, me not doing that does not necessarily mean I'm guilty. It could just mean that there's stuff on my phone that's embarrassing that I don't want entered into the police record. Again, knee-jerk reactions. My personal thoughts on how fishy this is, that's up to a court to, to decide. Uh, and that's what the problem is, is that a court was suddenly bypassed and now new evidence is coming out. This is, a you know, as we're talking, yeah. that an email has been found, but this has not been verified yet, that after the charges were dropped, Kim Fox sent an email to employees saying, I need to find other examples of something like this going down so we can justify it. That you know, dropping yeah, dropping charges. Well, yeah, I mean, clearly there was there was a there's a conversation happening about how to make this better because what, what was really odd to me, the fact that he was dropped all charges, but he didn't apologize. Well, he his lawyer. Here's the thing: his lawyer's doubling down, going, "Oh, see, we told you he was innocent." The be, be careful what you wish for thing because of what happened. It a lot of the charges have been kicked upstairs to the federal level now. Yeah, well, because there's a lot of talk of. The him being involved with the letter, mm-hmm. and apparently if Which you is mail fraud, mail fraud, and then he said he had like there's white substance in the letter yep. and stuff like that. That's so, what I'm saying. He made it a federal case now, so I think this is where. But the nothing's ever going to end up happening because nothing ever happens. No, this is something You're where too big to fail. We've heard that term nope. for the past what twelve years. Mm. Too big to fail, bro. He's not too big to fail. Are you kidding me? He's nah, a he minor is. player yeah, on the show is. that's He's already fired him. He knows too many people. Yeah. He's connected to too many things. Can't control it. Drain the swamp. <laughs> right i it needs it's my, still fun, my problem with it's still it, a fun little case because i mean i can't imagine those, those policemen doing the work well even the pro even the district attorney's office is saying this is the, the police have released records and they're not leaked i mean you can actually release these records the report now it's been redacted to, to protect some people's names and you know addresses and stuff like yeah. that but to say we have the evidence the ground grand jury has been run around on this one. So Kim Fox has to answer. This wasn't like a deal was struck with the DA's office yeah. saying, she, she okay. She came in and goes, no, sorry. Just drop the charges, even though the grand jury yeah. said there was enough to go to trial. So that's the question. He could very well be not guilty. My question is then let the court or the proper jurisprudence machine do its thing because right now it doesn't look good with Kim Fox receiving the phone calls from Michelle Obama's former chief of staff saying, well, you know, we, 
I represent the family, and the family's got some concerns. And shortly after that's when Kim Fox turns around and says, we're dropping the charges. And DA's office and law enforcement, everyone is, is, and even the mayor of Chicago, if anyone's going to be on board with it, it's going to be Rahm Emanuel. And even he, and as as listener Brett pointed out, uh, if CNN reports iffy things about a liberal, it's probably not a conspiracy theory. Same thing if if Rahm Rahm Emanuel says that this is a miscarriage of justice, then yeah, well, well that's exciting. So it's to be kept an eye on this yeah. man. He's being tried in the court of public opinion, which I'm not a fan of. It, it does cut both ways, which is why there needs to be transparency on this. Let Kim Fox show that this was properly done, and I'll be on board with it. Okay. So that's that one out of the way. Yeah, I'm excited to see if uh, what comes of it, and uh, if any jail time is actually served. Because I don't think people serve jail time anymore. Only people who like do drugs and kill people. You know what? You, you yeah. got a point there. I don't, I don't think you get in trouble for this stuff anymore. <laughs> well, there will come a point. There will come a tipping point when people. What I think is really going to hurt him now, should he be found to be guilty of this, is that his lawyer is doubling down, going, "Ah, see, I told you he was innocent." Now, if I was Justice Smollett, be going, Shh, "Don't get in people's. Don't be a sore winner on this, because if if federal." Uh, case is raised or if it comes out that he is guilty of it then the more the American populace thinks that they've had the wool pulled over their eyes and his lawyers helping do that the less forgiving they're going to be okay well there you go yep okay so next on the list is what what do you want to talk about well we had uh, Michael Avenatti former Stormy Daniels lawyer and CNN Darling, who was on CNN like eight times a day for weeks. I liked him. He's like he's the creepy porn lawyer. Cre- creepy porn lawyer. Well, he's now in the pokey, uh, accused of blackmailing Nike. Uh, or extorting, I should say. So did he fulfill his threats then? Dude, I, mean, yeah, I feel like if you blackmail somebody and they call your bluff. Well, yeah, it's not like, like he had right, pictures. Here. It's not like he had the pictures of the CEO. And just to quickly go back to Smollett, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Brett pointed out there's no trial. He can be uh, Smollett can be arrested again. Absolutely, he was never. This is not a double jeopardy thing. Oh, cool. So it's not like he were he was found. Tell you he's gonna be juicy. innocent. Yeah, be th- this is something. This is gonna be on that would go all out. Law and order. Which law and order would this go under, though? How many of them Normal? are left? I don't know. I, I think this is SVU's the only one left, isn't it? Oh, good point. So they gotta they got they gotta make it sexy. Well, he's a porn lawyer, so. Well, would he be a victim? I'm talking about Jesse Smollett. Would he be a special vic- special victims unit? Would that be considered? I don't think they, so. They would have to add a sexual yeah, okay. con, you know, where he said he was yeah, beaten up and make and America great. Assault. Man, that'd be a great opening scene. Can you imagine that opening scene? And that's that's my issue with that. Ridiculous. If indeed he made this up, that it was designed to further fracture what's going on. Okay. Because yeah, there are jackwads who wear the the MAGA hat who cause jackwads to do wear whatever and just use it as an excuse to do whatever. Exactly. So, so Avenatti. So, so Avenatti, this guy is no a lawyer. longer a CNN darling. Well, I mean, so far, no, he's he's not on anymore. I mean, is he really going to go to jail? Could be because, it, once again, those who are sore winners. The, yeah. the one thing worse than a sore I, loser is a sore winner. I can't believe he didn't actually have something to get Nike. Like, if you're going to blackmail somebody, at least have, I, like, the cards in your hand. I think blackmail is the wrong, wrong word. Maybe extort them or... Same thing, right, though? Like, you know... Blackmail tends to imply I have evidence. So when you, I have something when on you, you that you extort, is that kind of like, what's his name? That local activist here 
who's that lawyer? Quanalex. Like, yeah, Quanalex. He, he extorts, right? He's like, hey, I won't come out and pro- like protest your business. Yeah, that that's the difference between extortion. Does he do that? Does he do that? I feel like he does that. Well, yeah, you. Or have... he has to get paid by the family. Yeah. The... To represent. So that's not blackmail. Yeah. But it's like, well, if you want me, it's gonna cost. Yeah, you. it's gonna cost you, and that's extortion. That's the difference between extortion and blackmail. Sorry, Quanalex, if we're misrepresenting you. It's he's an activist. But that's no, how he makes Abinati, though. I mean, like, I, I think it's great. I think it's great that he uh, is still on Twitter because Twitter is bringing so much joy to my life because people feel like they still need to say something mm-hmm. even after they're out of jail on bail or whatever. I think he's out. So he's already tweeting about how innocent he is. That's going to be wonderful. It's going to be wonderful what happens to this guy. It will be interesting to see because, again, people will be merciless in how he was like, yeah, yeah I, I got this and that. And remember, he was one of the ones that said, oh, I've got evidence. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why? As more and more people. You think he'd learn. Well, you know, uh, the House Intelligence Committee members are making a lot of noise for Adam Schiff, who, who, who's the chairman of this committee, okay. to step down because Adam Schiff was one of the ones throughout the Mueller investigation who was saying, I've got evidence of collusion, but nothing's been presented. And my sense is that he was just going to ride on the coattails expecting there would be evidence of collusion in the Mueller report. They're, they're too big to fail. They don't care. Uh, they again, don't care. people are, are having a... Do you think people really care? Fail. Yeah. I, don't I think, think, I think it's because it's been shoved Let's down. Let's ask the listeners, do you guys really care? Good question. So yes or no, do you care that this collusion thing, has it 100% false? Well, I don't think anything is 100% true or 100% so false. So is it 99% false? Which part? Is there, is there no collusion? There is absolutely no evidence of collusion. No evidence of collusion. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're doing lawyer speak. Well, okay. it's I can't say there's no collusion because I don't know. But after a two-and-a-half-year investigation and countless millions of dollars spent and thousands of oh, millions of pages of documents subpoenaed yeah. and thousands and, uh, of, of subpoenas going out, not one whiff, either Trump is dumb or he's a criminal mastermind. Which one is it? He can't be both. Yeah, he can't. He definitely can be bad. No, he can't. To have covered himself so well. well I'm I mean, not I saying I feel like no this pollution. is something that it, it's almost like somebody sat there with a ball of yarn and we're the kitties. And someone's like, here, they'll play with this for a little while. Yeah, well, with the expectation that. Because no one really, I mean, like. I'll I just, take your ball of yarn and change it to. to what's, the, what's the Tootsie Pop that had the little gum in the middle or the. Tootsie Pop? To, you know. The, I think it's called how Tootsie to get, Pop. Yeah, the Tootsie Pops. It's we were given a two-year Tootsie Pop with the expectation that we'd have the yummy toffee thing in the middle. Because I mean, we I, get the middle and there's you, no toffee. Because we talk about oh, they ask him to step down. That's like asking that Virginia governor dude to step down after he found out that he had blackface on. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, do you want to do it? Not really, because I don't do it. Man, who cares? Okay. Yeah, and uh, you know we got Jay Silverberg on the air with yeah. us tomorrow, and give me great conversations about this. Uh, again, the Mueller report. Whereas this is where exoneration, I believe, has happened. But even I have to say there's no evidence of collusion. I can't say there's no collusion. I wasn't there. I don't know. Yeah, but it's not like we're, we're going to hold anyone accountable who's been saying it for two years that there was been. I mean, it's, it, I know that one guy that you said, like, he goes, I have evidence. And then, like, he's not going to show it. And these people are going to be called on. It's like, show it or get out. And that's when you're the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee and you say, he's I have big. evidence. He's it's too big. Like, he won't get out. He'll, yeah. just, he'll set, set, set to the side. No, set because the their side. election's coming up. Remember, the next presidential election is not that far away. That's true. We are way closer to that than it's, it's funny when you can look back and say, oh, my gosh, Trump is already three years into his term. 
They're into his third year. Yeah. Technically. I'm not, I'm, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. We're still here. That's what. But so the Mueller report did come out, and it was funny because it came out on a Friday afternoon, which is typically called take out the trash day in media. When you have news that you just don't want people to be talking about it, you throw it out on a Friday afternoon because usually the weekend papers are already filled up with, you know, you know the sales and the coupons and, and the fluff pieces. So I think that, I think there's very are... little room for that. And so when it came out Friday, when they said it's going to come out this afternoon, I thought, okay, it's going to be that there shows no collusion or no smoking gun because it, otherwise they would have waited for Monday morning and you would have had the, the cycle all week long. It would have been great if I was in charge of uh, having fun in the government. I would convince Donald Trump, like, hey, on Friday, let's uh, get some cops and like let's make it look like they're arresting you. Because no one will have any idea what's going on, <laughs> and just have like just the appearance of you getting put into a van, and that's it. And no one, no one talks, no one leaks it, and for a whole weekend, everyone's like, "What happened to President Trump?" Yeah, and he's just hiding out at Camp David, and he's like, "Oh, I just want to take a vacation. These are my police buddies, mm-hmm. and uh, they work hard for the for the Americans." So, man, you know, he's so much fun. Mm-hmm. So the call has gone out for the full report to be released, and uh, Barr, Attorney General Barr, said it will come out eventually, probably in weeks rather than months. So yeah. I know a lot of people are holding their breath waiting for it. Some media people are saying we can't trust the Attorney General's, a uh, Trump-appointed Attorney General's oh, yeah. summary. We want to see the whole thing. Now, Trump himself is saying we got to release the whole thing, which to me speaks volumes. When someone's, if someone is falsely accused of something, they'll tend to say, listen, this document could exonerate me or, or, or prove. Yeah, but I mean, again, like, again, there's nothing's going to happen. Well, I think. I think it's going to take some, like, rookie, rookie investigator think, who follows and connects all no, the I dots. I think it's going to go to the next topic. It's like, okay, collusion's off the table now. And again, Pelosi's like, well, we're going back to healthcare, which is where our focus has been the whole time. It's like, no, it hasn't. The last two and a half years, no one's talked about healthcare. It's been yeah. about Russian collusion. So it's going to be the next thing. And I actually think this is good. Let's get off the Russian collusion. Let's get on to health care. Let's get a radical debate on it because I'm still so furious at the GOP who had seven years to come up with an yeah. alternate plan. You're idiots. They're all idiots. Well, I was just, I, 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 I want to hit Republicans upside the head metaphorically who didn't have a plan B, assuming that, okay, sooner or later we're going to get back in power. Let's have an ACA alternative ready to go. No, I do appreciate that Trump got rid of the mandate. Well, no, we just no. You, well, you do. You mandate. just pass it and then you read it. <laughs> we must pass the report so we can write find out what's in it. Yeah, that's Wait. a that's a real that's a real quote. Yep, that blows my mind. Oh yeah. So, but then again, that, this kind of stuff again, nothing really happens. We're all right. Well, it's funny what, because what? A, a lot of the uh, some media are going with, with Attorney General Barr. The report was thousands of pages. How could he come up with a summary already? And so they're saying cover-up. And I was laughing. Well, these are the same people that cheered on past the ACA bill so we can find out what's in it. Well, you know, on a 1,000-page on a document, I guarantee you there's a two-page summary at the very beginning of it. But we will see when the report is, is released. Uh, and I think it will fully be released. Well, I hear the little birdies tell me I'm getting it on Friday so we can discuss it. Awesome. So there you go. Cool. I, who actually really wants to read that thing? <laughs> I would. I get. What's the too too long? Didn't read a little thing at the bottom. 
Yeah, well, it's like, well, the, the plot is very slow, no character development. Is anyone peeing on anyone? That's all I care about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Those are the best ones. But no, I really am glad that the report's finally been released because some way, shape, or form, there will be, and I hate buzzwords, but be a paradigm shift away from Ru- Russian collusion. Democrats will want to focus on something else now. now Green New Deal, dude. Huh? Well, now we talk about the new Green Deal, and that can be next on our topic. What time yeah, let's, is it? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. I, I want to talk about it when we get back because I'm kind of confused on how the government works, so, so I'm glad I have the, the expert here who is – if you told me you were a past president, I believe you. You look at you look the part. I uh, and you've been you. retired for seventy years. You're like, yeah, that was a long time ago. And also, when we come back, I want to talk about a game show that's happening tomorrow. Yeah, here on here on Afternoons Lone Star. I know. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. You'll see mornings Lone Star, folks. We will be right back. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available in Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast. Create your first YouTube channel. And be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Path to the Plate is a research-based education program that helps consumers understand how their food choices impact their health by making the connection to agriculture. Learning about how food is grown and produced and how consumers can make better food choices for themselves and their families. Path to the Plate is all about dispelling myths and misconceptions. Find out more online at pathtotheplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands-Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. All right, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com slash MWS live in the studio. Having a good time with my co-host, Sean Skippy uh, Turtle Roll. And uh, I don't know why that came up. But, uh, yeah, we're live. We're here till 11 o'clock. Just to remind you folks, we do have a show tomorrow at 9 a.m. Our good local buddy, 
who is a political leader in the community. Is that right? Can I say that? Is you that can right? say whatever Jay you want. Jay Silver will be in Yeah, I can do whatever I want. And, uh, yeah, he hates puppies. I, I heard that. Yeah, I heard that, too. I heard that. Can you believe that? We'll talk about that tomorrow. <laughs> That's happening at 9 o'clock. <laughs> we'll talk about that tomorrow. So if you have any questions, I know tomorrow will be uh, politically heaven, but we're, we're talking about leadership and stuff like that because it's, it's kind of a neat topic and debates we like to have. And once a week we like to, instead of every show, Sean, every show. I've been really good lately. I know. And these are headlines. Remember, I'm the first one to say. Why do people care about this stuff? I'm not going. I'm not the guy going, see, I told you Trump was innocent. No, I'm saying the report said no evidence um, for Smollett. I'm saying, I'm not saying, "Ah, I knew he'd do it and it's a whitewash. I'm saying, let's let the courts have their fair shake. Let's get answers as to who stopped this investigation where. Uh, Yeah. Okay, let me talk. I want to ask you. I want to ask you this because we kind of talk about this a little bit. This is going to be a, a sensitive topic for some, but somebody is suing the dude who uh, does Hamilton, Lin Manuel Miranda. So they're suing them because he won't hire any other colored lead actors. Wait, what? Because he only he only has black actors as the lead roles. No. And and Hamilton. No. Uh, that's what they're claiming. He's not black. So, I don't know. I'm asking he you. He was Hamilton, and he's not black. Therefore, the lead actors can't so, have to be well, black. He, whoever's casting it is only casting black actors. Okay. I don't see. Why is that an issue? It's not. Okay. If someone's going to get in the news. Because you're in the theater world. Yeah. And I know we talked about a little bit about, you know, say you're doing a movie about a, a character who is supposed to be a certain ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right? Yeah, ethnicity. Ethnicity. I, I, I always add a couple letters. And things. It's okay. But uh, so, like, and that, that's okay. But then, wh- do you see there ever being room for abuse? Do you actually mm-hmm. see anybody really doing bad things with casting? Yeah, well, yeah. Any entity like that is open for well, you can interpretation claim, into you, abuse of privilege. Because remember we talked about that group? That says, like, you have to have diversity in the cast and crew. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to. They won't yeah. make movies. I'm not a fan of that. Well, is that just because that's just your opinion? Or is there actual, do you think there's a legitimate, like, uh, like laws and things in place or in the future that could say, hey, that's just wrong. You can't discriminate. Okay, when it comes to theater, and because I feel that theater is one of the few media or mediums, if you want, where you can break the rules. Now, I've been, you know, many times I've been vocal about there should not be a black James Bond because that's not how James Bond was written. Come up with 008 James Smith, and I'll be all over that. I'll be number one saying Idris Elba needs to be well, it. Okay, let me ask you this about that particular thing. Mm-hmm. You know a lot about James Bond. Is there a James Bond film that has been made that had nothing to do with Ian Fleming? Uh, the original... Besides the character, of course. No, the original, well, actually, the original, original Casino Royale was a live TV version done on on American television, and it was rewritten to be Jimmy Bond, CIA agent. Okay. Well, I meant more of like the And then there was the movie, well, there was the movie, yeah, uh, Casino Royale, the original one, which was a spoof, like Woody Allen Mm -hmm. and Peter Sellers, and and it had like David Niven. Well, I was thinking about, you you say, you used James Bond as an example, so I was thinking, okay, so 10 years from now, Daniel Craig's not James Bond anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, we want to we want to do a new James Bond movie, but we have a completely different plot. 
like from any of the books that have been written. Yeah, because they run out of they run out so of the books and titles. What's wrong with making that James Bond black? Because he's not James Bond. But he's not going to be James Bond. The James Bond from the books. He's going to be James Bond. What we're going to write it as. Okay, let's get Shaquille O'Neal to play Frodo Baggins in the uh, Lord I mean, of the Rings yeah, remake. Yeah, you could do that. But you kill the franchise. Because yeah, but what happens to Hobbits instead of being small? They're all giant. That's kind of the And we point. can work it out. Yeah, see, we're, you got to say true. Instead of having big hairy feet, they have small why, little baby feet. This is why this whole... Would you see that movie with Shaq with small little baby feet? Yes, I would. Puppy... Well, what was that commercial? It was really the puppy monkey baby. Yeah. Oh, my God, that was a nightmare. Okay, so Hamilton. Let's go back to Hamilton, and this is how I'll tie this together. Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote Hamilton to make it kind of race. Thomas Jefferson is black. Okay. Uh which is, I have not seen Hamilton. Nor, I have nor, no I'm idea actually, what it's about. I'm actually not a fan of it, but I appreciate it. Does that make sense? I'm in no hurry yeah, to go it makes watch money. it. I appreciate anything. That makes yeah, right. Money. But he wrote it to where you got to look past it, and you can do this in theater. Uh, 1776 was the, uh, the previous political musical. Yeah, um, that's your favorite musical, right? I, it's it's in my it's in my top. I played both. Do John you have Adams the CD and, in your car have, or the tape? I have two. You have the cassette tape. I have both. CDs in I my believe car. that. Were, Some people who like that stuff like that stuff. I don't get it. They they re uh, they did a new version of it with Brent Spiner. You got to have every version. But on eventually tape. they did a version of it where it took place in 1976. They dressed in modern clothes. Okay. More like the Nixon era. I because, wouldn't call that modern clothes. That's, well, more less period than 1776. Collar goes. Past and that was with John Larroquette. Like, so with theater, you can get away with that. Okay. So for someone to say, uh, you know, in theater you got Miss Saigon. And here's the thing: Jonathan Price played, you're supposed to play an Asian. Uh, Joel Gray played an Asian, and people are like, no, only an Asian can play this role. See, I think it's all about presentation. Well, here's if you can convince the audience to get over it, then you're really good at your job. It is. Well, it opens up a can of worms because even uh, so, you have Asians saying that there's, and I think there is low Asian representation in theater. However. Of all the theater that I've been in, that I've held auditions for, yeah. where I've seen thousands upon thousands of auditioners, I can literally count on one hand the number of Asians who have auditioned for me. I can count on two hands the number of African Americans who have auditioned for me. It's not that I is won't that a, cast them. Is that them. Just the local area? That's just well, the yeah, they, these are local theaters. Yeah, that they now you have the ensemble theater in Houston, which is all is grew up being all African American. And all black so theater. if we're doing like a war, war World War II movie and it takes place in the Pacific, I can see you because you cast an all Asian cast to represent the Japanese. That's unfair. Well, I wrote, I wrote a play that took place in Korea and Vietnam, and had, had I had to overcome that. It's like you know what? The, well, what they're the that, bad guys. Well, one thing that kind of confuses me about arguments when it comes down to this kind of stuff, and, and is what what impact do these plays have to have the need to have that kind of Example, like, what does it matter in this current rendition of Hamilton? Like, who is it really bothering? No one. So this guy just wants to people get. But well, then, why would you get mad? So you get mad at James Bond being black because Ian Fleming actually described James Bond as looking like Ho Hoagie Carmichael. He wrote yeah. James Bond to be a misogynistic, sexist, homophobic, racist. Yeah. That's this whole thing. He's, he's like he's the anti. -hero. He's so redeeming. That's the whole point. You have an irredeemable character, and you try to redeem him every every story. That's the whole point. Yeah. 
And so to make someone... I didn't get that at all. To make a character know, black all or a woman... I don't really remember seeing any of that. You got to read the books. And that's what yeah. I'm saying. People just, they're used to the movies. And it's time for a black James Bond. No, because make any other character. Yeah. And I'd be all over it. I don't know. If there were a stage musical of James Bond, I would cast a black person in a heartbeat if they were the best suited for the role. I don't cast based on quotas. You should, though. You make more money. <laughs> I cast on talent. That's what's so hot right now. I cast on talent and dedication. Yeah. I just don't want... I, I want I, the best people for the you know, for the job. Well, because I'm always wondering what really gets people to go see a movie. And, you know, there's a lot of... And especially in Hollywood, there's a whole other world there, especially in production. But it's funny to me that when it comes down to it, it really just comes down to how much money you can make from this deal. And I think a lot of it stems from jealousy of folks who are like, oh, hey, oh, it's you, the have money, have you have money. You have money. I can get some money with, from you. The have-nots hate the haves until they become a have. And then they're, they're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. And uh, I always enjoy any town movie. I don't really care what's going on. So and that's one thing I love about older movies mm -hmm. is they're not afraid to have those kind of jokes that today you like, that wouldn't fly at all. Oh, yeah, even TV series from just a few years yeah. ago, the plot points that just... Like, there's a lot of... It. I've been watching Arrested Development with Holly, and she's never seen it. Mm -hmm. I was like, this show's really creative. It's a lot of fun, and everything's just a big joke in the show. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of jokes in it that are... I would say... I would totally see today if people were like, that's just inappropriate. Yeah. Well, somewhere along the lines, it became a litigious offense to get... Uh, it became litigious to be offended about something. I'm offended, so I'm going to sue you. No. Hey. You can't sue someone because you're offended. You, you either deal with it I mean, or you, you don't. I mean, you can. What's that guy? Okay, this is okay, this is kind of switch topic. I wish, I don't know if anyone else watches YouTube, but I randomly get YouTube videos of some dude trying to impeach Trump. Some random dude. Mm -hmm. And I have no idea who he is. And it's like one of those typical, like, join me and sign the petition to impeach Trump. And I'm like, that's kind of strange. What's this guy doing? I wonder who this guy is because he's not a. He didn't say like congressman or mm -hmm. anything below. He's either a concerned citizen or he's someone wanting to get on the news briefly. I yeah. don't know mm -hmm. and I don't care. If I felt that Trump did something impeachable, I'd be the first to sign the petition. And Dennis brings a good good thing. Is blind people don't get in this discussion. Bingo. You know yeah. that's it right right there. And uh, again, theater. And actually, Brett kind of raised something I was going to say. Uh, there's a show that's traditionally all-male called Complete Works of William Shakespeare Bridge. It's kind of a gag to have three guys playing all the roles. Uh, Brett cast an all-female version of it, and it rocked. It's theater, you can get, a, you have a lot more leeway with theater. And so Yeah, because I think a lot of people, too, because there's some movies and things where they do such a good job at the presentation, it confuses folks at the end, like, oh, that was a guy? Or that mm -hmm. was, you know, something that, like, that, that mm -hmm. happens all the time. I think theater's more forgiving, and there are those who may get offended or want to cause a stink, and I'm not saying well, they don't have the right. theater's probably like forgiven because it's limited. You're limited to, like, certain things. Well, directors and producers want to go, tend to be for community, especially for especially community, community level. You're, you're like, Unless you're on Broadway, you want the soap opera star to play Jekyll because it'll sell more tickets, that kind of thing. But it's, it's more forgiving in... Uh, uh, I'm trying to repeat myself because I, I had a different thought. Oh, man. I know. So I'm trying to, to figure out how I can come to, to this other this So other you're, what, you're, what you could tell people who really want to stir it up, get into stage theater. 
because that gives you more flexibility yes. to do experimentations. Because, I mean, the film film industry, yeah, I could totally see it because somehow things, you know, occasionally good movies slip through the cracks and, like, they're actually regarded as timeless pieces. Mm-hmm. But then you have the normal Hollywood-controlled, like, oh, we need Mission Impossible 20. We're going to spend all the money on that movie. And then they make another movie, but it costs $5 million, but they didn't spend any money talking about it. Mm-hmm. And it slipped through the cracks. And somehow you can... Watch it on Amazon. Yeah, a lot. Because, like, you know, to give you kind of an insight, I always wondered who watched all those random movies and stuff, TV shows on Amazon and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know who does? Who? Holly. Holly, I, I finally started looking at what people have been watching because when we watch something, we agree on it, and then we watch it. But I always wonder what she does on her off time when I'm not around. She watches the most random stuff, and I go, where did you find this? Let's go. It was just, I was just going through Netflix. Yeah, I do a and, lot of stream of consciousness. I was like, what? Because she was watching a show called The Act. And it's about, get this story. This is recent. I don't know if you heard about this story, but I've never heard it. And it was pretty bizarre. Apparently this, uh, and I can't, I don't know the syndrome, but it's basically when, uh, like, you're my son or my dad, and I want you to be ill all the time. And so I kind of, like, poison you, or I forgot what the whole, it's like a four-word syndrome kind of thing. Uh, Munchausen. Munchausen or something, hypoxia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, this mom syndrome. had a daughter, and the daughter only knew to be ill. She was wheelchair-bound, wouldn't, you know, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And the mom was trying to, you know, find the cure for whatever. And apparently it was part of, like, a hoax. The mom was, like, just getting money and stuff. Well, the daughter finds out, and her boyfriend and, and her plan to murder her and they murder this is a real story they murdered the mother and for you know for whatever reason i guess because hey you're killing you're killing me Mm -hmm. but uh apparently this is the first time one of those syndrome people have been murdered because of doing what they do and so the show's called the act and i was like how the heck did you find this Sounds and interesting. It sounds oh, interesting. I've seen the uh, the the promos for it. So there's a documentary. HBO made one, but uh, the lady's in jail now for ten years, mm-hmm. and the boyfriend's in jail for life because they planned the murder. Well, and, that's the thing. So, there are legal recourses to someone who, if you're the victim of Munchausen by proxy syndrome, there are legal recourses. Murders. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, get into community theater uh, because. You can experiment. You got to remain true to the author's intent. Ian Fleming never. I don't know. Ian Fleming never, never, ever. Whether Shakespeare's old enough to where I can just change his stuff. Okay, let's talk about Shakespeare because I was going about leading to that. So Ian Fleming never, ever, ever considered James Bond to be black or a woman. It's not a code name for. But do you think there's a length in time where it's like you can change whatever you want eventually? No, not it's it's. You can't rewrite the universe. If you don't like the fact that James Bond isn't black or a woman, you can't rewrite it. Well, didn't the Lion you... King have something to do with, like, Shakespeare? It's they Hamlet. Made, they made yeah, them lions. Hamlet. Uh-huh. But here's the thing with Shakespeare. This is why Shakespeare can be misinterpreted. At a time when Shakespeare wrote a lot about women and love and strong women, women weren't allowed to be strong. Women weren't allowed to be on the stage. Wasn't there a queen? Yeah. Elizabeth. She seemed, she seemed the Elizabethan strong. era. She seemed strong. Yes, but she also would not allow women on the stage. Well, at least it was one. illegal. So there is representation. <laughs> one. <laughs> no, she wouldn't go on the stage. So even knowing that back then women were supposed to be like third rate citizens and stuff, Shakespeare not only elevated them to the man's equals, but also frequently would make them more than man. 
you know, like yeah. smarter or funnier. And even though men had to play those roles, Shakespeare like envisioned one day this won't be an issue. He was already ahead of his time, but he was constrained by the laws of the time. In a world where women were supposed to walk 10 steps behind and not do anything and just basically be there for their man, he said, yeah. no, 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 I'm going to... So make now, him. what are you trying to say today? Can we change that? We, with Shakespeare, you can. Why? Because he gave... He did not say, this person must be black, this person must be a woman, this person... It, it was open to interpretation. Okay. Look at a film... Well, give casting. me a good example of the opposite of that. Okay, well... Besides Ian Fleming. Well, t take a look at any film casting sheet. It'll say, you know, needing actors for this role. Uh, Bob, male, Caucasian, 35 to 45, okay. dark hair. You know, it's very specific. Most theater casting calls or even the, the character descriptions from the, uh, from the playwright is, can be male or female, um, must be, you know, it may be, as a, as a visual joke, must be tall, must be fat. Yeah, heightism is a real deal. Yeah. And I play deal. it too. I frequently play tall again short because it's funny. Anyone wants to get offended by that, come see me after the show. And it's not my job to not offend you. Yeah. Is there a show out there that the sole purpose of the show is to offend people? Sole purpose? I wouldn't say sole purpose. I mean, you have a show like, let's say, Rocky Like Horror. Happy Days? Is that supposed to offend me? <laughs> well, here's the thing about Happy Days. You know, we're talking about an era where there were still are, two. Are you going to do a comments. twist ending? No. Like, you need to have some, like, crazy twist in it, like, someone gets murdered. There you go. Kind of no. like those movies we were talking about off the air where it's, like, this random, like, oh, hey, we need to add some drama to it. Let's give this let's give this person, make him paralyzed. Have a serial killer? No, but I w here's the thing. You do have some latitude. Like, I won't add a serial killer to Happy Days, but I will try to sneak in a Mork at some point because Mork and Mindy was actually yeah. a spinoff of Happy Days. So you can... Still have fun. I still, I feel like you can just make your own rules. Nope. And most time, don't explain it to anybody. No, and there are more and more playwrights and, the only time, and publishers. The only time you need it. to explain it to anyone, folks, is if there's money on the table and you want to take as much as you can. So you got to be smart about what you say. Well, no. Here's the thing, especially so, with plays. You, you know that if you, you change, don't have to explain anything, if you to change the language of a Neil Simon play, you can be sued by the, the estate of Neil Simon. You're not allowed to change language. Many theaters have done that. Like, oh, well, I'm going to put on this Neil Simon play, but it's got language, so we're going to cut the language. Legally, you can't. It is against the law to do so. More and more playwrights and publishers are going, you must do this. So there is laws involved in Absolutely. this process. Because it's just to follow the vision of the author. But the author is there a limitation this, on that, though? Isn't there something like you can... When, when is stuff going to free use, fair use and stuff like that? Well, it depends, because states can renew copyrights. Forever. Yeah, and a copyright can be, um, it used to be 50 years after the death of the, the author, but here's the thing, the estate can keep it going, which which is why, you know, they got the, the, the Tolkien estate had to sign off on Lord of the Rings. Oh, you know what, can I tell you something? Hmm. I was reading this uh, this quick article, it was like, I hate when articles only have you know, one paragraph, but there this person was, uh, they're trying to work a case against Barnes & Noble and stuff, Basically saying that they keep choosing old white men's books to take the forefront of the of the bookstores instead of new, diverse books written by diverse authors. So I thought that was pretty funny because they're always going to be selling the the Tolkien's books forever, and they don't give the new authors a new chance to be big. Well, as an author, I got to say it's incumbent on the author to 
Try to outdo it. Yeah. Outdo it. No one uh, read. How many people do you think read? I think a lot of people read today more than most people think. Yes. So I'm, I'm talking about novels and mm-hmm. things like that. I, I agree. Do you think the uh, e-reader movement has actually caught on? Yes. Do you think it's a good it's a good percentage of, of yeah. readers are doing their e-readers? I used to be firmly opposed to them, but now I see their their use. And they, they won't replace People said when, as soon as the first Kindle came out, oh, there goes the death of the, the print book. Of the book now. No, absolutely no. not. Uh, listener Dennis asked, uh, did the script for Happy Days say must be white for characters? Ooh, uh, juicy question. Uh, no, it Loaded didn't. question. No, it didn't. Oh, man. And in fact, the uh, understudy for my Fonz is African-American. So. He did an excellent job. Now, I, I didn't cast him as the Fonz, but he's in the show. And here's the thing, like, in Happy is Days, there, a, there were no black characters. Is there a play that's meant for blind people? So, like, the audience comes in with they give them blindfolds? Is there a play for blind people? Yeah, so like that's the whole that's the whole art. Oh, form. I'm sure that's the you thing. go see the play, but you it's like ex- you're not seeing anything. You can experiment with theater like no other artistic outlet, yeah. I think. And, and then you rob them blind. That's the that's the that's the joke at the end. Uh, I got that. <laughs> That'd be a lot of fun. Where's your purse? I don't know. What happened? Yeah, it's was that's that's experimental theater. Welcome to New here's York. Here's the thing. Experiment, experimental theater, you can get away with damn near anything. You yeah. can't have something where people go in and the whole thing is done in pitch black or that you must, you know, you can I establish just, rules in the universe one. and it can still be successful. Whereas yeah. experimental music, let's say, I'm going to do music where it's just banging on rocks, you're not going to sell that many. So I think the most successful experimental medium is theater. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I appreciate that. Happy days coming your way. <laughs> With, with a mainly white cast. So that's a quotations and an asterisk next to it, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> is that how that works? <laughs> that's kind of fun. So to, uh, to be honest, though, when is that coming out? Well, we keep talking about May. It. Comes May. Out, it comes okay. out in May. So we're... Hopefully we'll give away tickets. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. We'll be neck deep. We are neck deep in rehearsals. Uh, great choreography. You know, the dancing, the songs. Uh, you'll be able to recognize the characters. Again, as a director, I have an obligation to the audiences that and, I... Uh, you don't get experimental. Our... our uh, Facebook lawyer, Brett, has said copyrights cannot be renewed forever. Copyright exists for 70 years from the death of the author. Okay, then it did get moved. It used to be 50. So that must have been the, so, that was from the Copyright Act of 1953. So 100 years from now, I could take the Tolkien Library and make Shaquille O'Neal my, my Frodo. Well, if Shaquille O'Neal's around in 100 years, go for it. Because I can use his image, right? Oh, he's not dead yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got to find another under the giant. And basically, it's be. you're just destroying the vision of. That's no, not his vision. Not even right. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Get your own vision. Well, aren't all authors copycats in one way or another? They say there are eight original stories, and everything else is just a variation of the theme. Who's they? Uh, Joseph Campbell. Uh, that guy's the, pretty good in the book Hero with a Thousand Faces. I don't know if I want to hang out with that guy though. I think he's dead. Well, I mean, like back when you know he was like alive. He was like the head, one of the head leaders and that kind of stuff. Because he seems like one of those guys who would smoke a pipe and he'd just be quiet all the time. Yeah, well, he was, you know, the the master of, you know, talking about the archetypes and the yeah. hero's journey. And great. You want to, writers should read or aspiring writers should read Joseph Here. Campbell. I don't say it's, it's essential, but it helps. Yeah. I read it when I was like 12. Yeah, you got, yeah, hero's journey, hero with a thousand faces. Because I like Star Wars so much. That right. George Lucas goes, yeah, this is only because of this guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who's this guy? And I couldn't find his book, and uh, I tracked it down a library in Missouri. So I got the library. I bought it. It was good. 
Now we're reading comments. We gotta start talking. You can't you can't sit. Well, what do you want? Do you want me to read the comments? Okay. Do you want me to I, I can't multitask. I'm giving you a hard time. I can't multi Oh, we gotta talk about the game show. Okay. Let's talk about the game show. Okay, what time is it? So it is 1034 on the you wanna take a break first or uh, Go sure. For it. We can do whatever. Uh, I, I know we're having trouble with the internet, so I'm going to look at that when we come back. Okay. So you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com. We will be right back, folks. Available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. An estimated 1 in 10 births will result in a neonatal intensive care stay, also known as the NICU. Overnight, a family can find themselves and their newborn baby in a critical situation. The Mila Foundation financially and spiritually assists families in need. If you would like to volunteer or become a monthly sponsor, please visit us at www.themilafoundation.org. Again, that's www.themilafoundation.org, because every life matters. Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Beanpoint Coffee. Beanpoint Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit beanpunkcoffee.com to see our complete list of special events. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCCW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. All right, welcome back. We are good. I think the internet is back up. So sorry, folks, who are streaming us on YouTube Live and uh, Facebook Live. We should still be good. And uh, so far, so good. 1036 ah. here on IRLoneStar.com. And uh, we are in the studio with Mornings with Lone Star. Having a good time. Again, if you want to uh, be a guest or sponsor the show, just reach out to us at IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. We love to have guests. And we have a guest tomorrow, which will be Jay Stittleberg for Texas. Uh, check out our event page and everything like that on Facebook, YouTube, and our website, IRLoneStar.com, for more, informa- for, for more information on Jay Stittleberg and tomorrow's broadcast. Uh, so now we're going to be talking about a game show that's happening tomorrow on Afternoons of Lone Star, which is a show here on Lone Star Community Radio with Rick the Reluctant Cowboy. And Cindy Cochran will be in the studio, so that's kind of exciting. Uh, so let's, tell me more about that game. Well... I was about to, and for some reason, my phone won't go back to previous comments. So, Dennis, do me a favor. Copy-paste what you sent earlier. Uh, but I'm uh, going off the memory in the meantime. At 4 o'clock tomorrow, there's going to be a new game show, quiz show, on Afternoons with Lone Star. So I'm going to presume it's going to be uh, Fridays at 4 p.m. Yeah. And, uh, golly, I really wish my phone would let me scroll back to the earlier comments that uh, – I could talk a lot more about this, well, uh, and I'm going to stretch it out till Dennis copies and pastes what he wrote before. 
I don't have it either because I haven't trying to fix the internet. Yeah. So anyhow, there, there, there's, 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 it's a game show, <laughs> and it's tomorrow uh. at four, and Cindy Cochran will be part of it, and that's live game show, live game show with Dennis. Okay, cool. And that's literally all I got that's because exciting. this darn phone thing just stupid. Okay. Well, let's let's talk a bit about uh, the ITC fire and what's where we left with that. Wow. Uh, has anyone actually been murdered this morning from it? Not as far as we no know. No one's died, so that's good. As far as we and know. they're going to start dying in like 20 years from now? Yeah, Is that could what we're be. Thinking? Could um, be. One thing that's interesting, though, is there's a lot of warnings going on with it. And mm-hmm. my favorite warning that's happened is don't eat the fish from the fish channel. From the ship channel. Ship channel, sorry. What did I say, fish channel? It's okay. Um, I'm thinking to myself, who on earth would eat any fish that hang out on the ship channel, right. first of all? And second of all, who's fishing in the ship channel to eat the fish? Like, yeah, what? right. That's where I'd be afraid to because I'd be the guy hauling up a body that's been dumped, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of bizarre. But I get it. You know, you always got to cover all your bases and stuff, which I respect. Um, but, yeah, so there's an ITC fire going on. And I started we're looking at different things, like the results. Like, what's going to happen to this business? Uh, how much money are they going to get sued for? Then I realized that the um, there's limitations on what, how you can sue people. Mm-hmm. Because the Harris County is suing them, but they can only sue them for a cap. Because apparently there's a law in Texas and the United States, depending on where you are, about how much money a county can sue private businesses. Okay. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. So clearly something happened in the past where it was like, hey, you're going to put us out of business and you're not going to get all that revenue that we bring in and blah, 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 blah. Um, have they come out with why the fire started? N- to my knowledge, not yet. There will be an investigation on it. Um, I think the lawsuits are pro forma, meaning that you need to have it to open up yeah. the, the exchange of documentation to, to find out liability. Okay. I did appreciate that the ITC spokeswoman was very straightforward, and I was surprised with, we talked about this, the language that was used that must have been um, approved by the higher-ups because there was no press release to deny what she'd said, where basically mea culpas were given, saying, we did not anticipate this happening, this was on us. So it'll be interesting to see if they maintain that stance or if they lawyer up, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, when, now that the lawsuits are being filed. Okay. Uh, but there needs to be a free exchange of information. Well, that's never going to happen. Hope springs eternal. Yeah. Hey, Dennis is back online. So, Dennis, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, copy and paste your game show stuff so I can, uh, for some reason, I can't haul it We are having Dennis. issues with our internet here. I can see uh, some droppage. So hopefully it'll, ca- it'll catch back up. For those watching us on YouTube and Facebook, I apologize. Darn, who is it? Suddenlink? Who do, who yeah, do we blame Suddenlink, for this? Suddenlink, for sure. Every day. It's their fault. Okay. Well, no, I was always curious about this ITC thing because it's now making national news and it's getting circulated like in Mexico because of the fear of, you know, the way particles travel through the air. Absolutely. And, but I, I found it kind of funny where they're warning about the, the ship channel. I'm like, eh, I don't think anything will hear anything. Don't forget Every warning label in the universe was created because some idiot yeah. did something stupid and a lawsuit was formed as a result. Fair enough. Okay. Well, uh, anything else on your on your plate you want to talk about for tomorrow? Well, uh, Saturday, we've also got the tribute to the Woodlands Music Festival happening at Town Green Park in the Woodlands. That's on Saturday. 
Uh, don't forget, it's the Tomball German Festival on Saturday. Uh, Green Zone Housing will be at the Chili's in the Woodlands across the street from the mall uh, with lots of family stuff. And, of course, we've got Unite Conroe, sorry, Unite Conroe, uh, put on by the uh, CVB and the Conroe First Assembly of God Church. Uh, lots of family stuff at Heritage Park tomorrow, uh, Saturday. So I know, I don't think any shows are on tomorrow. Uh, Godspell has closed, which was an awesome show. It was really nicely done at the Owen. And I think the Crichton is getting ready for the Diary of Anne Frank, but it's not opening yet. Dice of Diary. So come see Much Ado About Nothing. It's stage works. <laughs> theater. I was like, what? Uh, the Diary of Annie Frank. Get your gun. Okay. Let's just mash them all together. Okay. There's there's that. That's neat. Uh, one thing that's coming out in theaters, let's talk about that. You go to UFC movies? Uh, occasionally. So this weekend, some big movies are coming out. Such uh, as? Dumbo. Nope. So, nope. Uh, yeah, I guess Mount Keaton's coming back. Danny DeVito's coming back with Tim Burton. Nope. So, uh, I, no. I'm not going to watch it. And then uh, one of my favorite things is uh, those religious movies come out. There's a movie called Unplanned coming out. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine what that's about. That's going to be a lot of fun. And That's the teenage pregnancy movie, right, with the question of yeah. abortion? Yeah. There's that. And then, uh, yeah, there's other things coming out. It's going to be kind of fun. Uh, that and Us came out, and Captain Marvel's been out. So Us has been doing really well. I have no desire to see because I don't like horror movies. But uh, I got I got to tip my hat to Jordan Peele. I haven't seen Us or uh, the the previous one. Yeah. Uh, oh God, I've drawn a blank on the name. You know the the scary one with the black. There's probably one word. It's all his movies are gonna have one oh, word. Oh Lord, someone help me out. Us. But anyhow, both of his horror movies are like, uh, I've been reading about the plots, and they're not simple, you know, slasher in the woods thing. I mean, these are like deep and make you think and very, very creepy. So I think it's a new generation of horror, and I think this will be what will replace or at least complement the superhero movies coming up is a new brand of horror or psychological thriller or preternatural thriller, not necessarily supernatural. Get out. Get out. Thank you. you. Thank you. Get out. Where there are horrors that make you think. They go beyond just the standard tropes well my my favorite thing that i'm i'm looking forward to is each little release of the live action aladdin because the more and more i see about it it looks hilarious nope can't do it and will smith i i mean i'm not gonna lie man i know when you get cool opportunities to be in loved movies like stories and you got to look at are you a fit for it Mm mm-hmm because did you ever think of Will Smith being the genie nope, from Aladdin? never. I never did either. I don't know who would be, like, I don't know who would be a good fit today. Because there's not a lot of character comedians anymore who are, like, very physical Oh, you know who would be a good fit for today? Who? Nobody, because you don't remake it. No, no, no. You're, you're missing the point. We talked about this. There's money on the table. You have a choice. Do you want any of it? Or do you not want any of it? I want money, but... So there you go. You want it, so no, you grab it. And no. then they're like, oh, you took the money. That means we need Aladdin. And they're like, oh, man, didn't know that at the time, but I took it. Well, it's a lot of money. So who would you cast as the genie? I don't know. I would. I, I already, already kind of talked about what I would have done, which is basically just reuse all of uh, Robin Williams' voice track. I would have, but you know, if I couldn't get that, you know who I would cast as the genie? I would make him completely CGI. Yeah, completely. Okay. 
And I would do Kevin Pollock. I would cast Kevin Pollock as the genie. Really? Yep. From from like the whole nine yards? Yeah, from a few good men. But, but he's a he's a professional impersonator. And well, that's I've, true. And I've seen him do fifty different voices and that's taking true. on the character. So you're saying he would still do the voice of the genie? Yeah, he like the, what the Robin Williams genie. Yeah, the, okay. the, the you know he. I think he could provide that manic so energy. So you would still do that? Yeah. Okay. That Fair would enough. be that would be my take on it. So okay, uh, <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal's been a genie. Let's bring it around full tilt. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the game show and he actually wasn't that bad. I I enjoyed Kazam. Kazam, right? And I, I did give my mea culpa on Shazam, right? That I may have to watch it after all. It's got uh, Kazam. I say Kazam, right? Yeah. Okay. But I was segueing yeah, over to Shazam. Yeah, you talked about your apology yeah, okay. and how you think I was. I'm always right. Yeah, we we heard that. Okay, that's good. on recording. Cool. So, but, yeah, so you, you, the so game you, show tomorrow. Okay, so we, we got information. We have more information. So Dennis has given me everything, like but the name of it. So hopefully that. Actually, be you know what? I think I can find it real quick. So you just keep talking. Okay, I'm it's find musical it. trivia and name that tune stuff. Lane Roberts and coming down to all. Join Cindy Cochran as contestants, and the three contestants battle for a small prize. Wonder what that is. Probably going to steal an apple from Carly's Mercantile next door, and that's going to be the prize. Typical. Yeah. That's what I'd do. Typical. Yeah, so they do have a Facebook event, and I'm going to post it right now. Cool. I found it, guys. I found it. And, of course, I can't post it to our channel real quick. And So I want to know what the audience thinks. Who would you choose as the genie? Because, I mean, everything I see so far looks horrible. Like, mm-hmm. really bad. So, I'd be amazed to see if you could actually... I don't know who their Jafar is, but that was, like, the worst casting decision in the universe. They may as well cast me as Jafar. I could have done an equally bad yeah. job. Well, I mean, who to me, who's a good Jafar is that actor... Because uh, they're trying to stick with the Arabian. Like, they have to be somewhat of Middle Eastern or whatever that kind of... Yeah. Without sounding, like, that skin color and yeah. the presentation... The only person I can think of is he was in, um, man, what's his name? Oof, I just went blank. He was in uh, Game of Thrones. Kit Harrington? No, but he was like a minor actor. Let's see. Okay, that's the only person in Game of Thrones that I know besides Maisie. What's her face? I'm, I'm searching right now. He was really good, and he, he played one of the desert kind of people. I haven't seen the show, so I don't know. But I think he was in uh, other sci-fi shows. I think it was in Star Trek. I just don't remember which one. I'm going to find it. Give me a second. Okay, I will Keep do talking. that. So I told you who my genie is. Um, as far as the, uh, like, uh, Aladdin and, and Jasmine, you know, I honestly can't think of anyone off the top of my head. Now, I do know um, with that ABC TV series, Once Upon a Time, that where, like, all the fairy tales are real, they had an Aladdin and Jasmine, and the girl playing Jasmine was the Indian actress from... Uh, uh, Galavant. You remember the TV series Galavant? I can't remember the actress's name. Uh, now I think Priyanka Chopra, who was in uh, Quantico, she you know make a good Jasmine. But then again, that's probably about one of the three Indian actresses in the universe that I know. So I'm not really qualified. <coughs> excuse me to cast uh, the Aladdin. But if the genie was up to me, like I said, I do uh, Kevin Pollock. Okay. Well, I mean. Uh- I don't really know because, again, this is kind of going back to our past discussion is you don't want to cause too much uproar, you know, with their casting choices. Mm-hmm. But then again, there's like you have a proven actor who can pull off pretty much any role. And the genie is universal. That's one thing I love. If I was in the casting situation, I was like, we can cast anybody. No one's going to complain to us. Yeah. No, so 
but then you choose Will Smith. I don't know. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Will Smith, who who actually, well, I can't blame him. He wisely decided to not go into the Independence Day sequel, which was so bad. I would have. That to me, that makes more sense to do that movie than it is to do Aladdin. Well, they they wouldn't meet his salary demands, so they just killed him off. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, they have right. pictures of him on the wall, and they, they, his son is the new fighter jet ace. That's sweet. All right, I want to find this actor real quick. I got to find this guy. You find this guy. That means you talk. Yeah, I... We have five minutes. Just uh, go for five it. Five minutes, okay. So definitely tune in today. Well, do tune in to Afternoons with Lone Star, first off, every day. But particularly tomorrow again, 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Game show happening. Um, I don't know if you guys are going to have, like, audience participation if you want. But just... Uh, this is a great idea. Like, game show. We need to have, like, more game shows on our morning show. We need to steal from Afternoons with Lone Star. And I really wish my phone would scroll back to older. No, I don't. Older. Sorry, man. Comments. Okay, I'm gonna find this guy. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Okay. Because he really was. He's great. Well, speaking of tomorrow, I am so looking forward to having Jay Silverberg back in the yeah. studio. Uh, we're gonna talk nerd stuff. We're gonna talk political stuff, uh, pop culture stuff. It's, it's great. People tune in tomorrow for sure. Yeah, and a special shout out for this weekend, Conroe Unite Conroe. Mm-hmm. And that's happening over at Heritage Park on Saturday yep. from uh, noon to 7 p.m. It's absolutely free for your family. A lot of events for the family-oriented. Uh, so that's happening again Saturday from uh, 12 to 7 at Heritage Place. Here you go. All right, guys. You're listening to Mornings Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget about our partners at Bean Punk Coffee with uh, Conroe's location and Montgomery, Texas location. Uh, just look for more information about them, BeanPunkCoffee.com. Uh, creative Content Creation, C3Memories.com. And then cleansweepofficecleaning.com for all your office cleaning needs. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be live tomorrow on our YouTube and Facebook, so make sure to subscribe and all that kind of good stuff. And we will see you guys later. Thanks for checking out this show on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. This show is owned and produced by Lone Star Community Radio and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. For more information about the show, to be a guest or to sponsor, just contact the studio at 936-647-3776 to leave a message or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com.